Sit back, relax. Grab your motherfucking tea. And come take a sip with the minorities. Hosted by your melanated queen, Dario, your favorite it boy, Logan, and your token gay, Chris. But basically, it's like if we say something like bitchy or like if we're... There probably won't be a tie. I speak the truth. <laughs> Just, I Actually, mean, it like, wouldn't kind be of. a tie now because if one person, somebody called it, there's it's always going to be two against one or unanimous. Yeah, because the but person who's getting called But if one goes with the out, one originally, then... Oh, never mind. It was a tie when it was just the two person who was deciding. getting called out is almost always gonna disagree. Well, yeah, unless so they, they agree. Don't count. Well, that's why I'm. That's exactly in. why I said they don't have a say. If somebody yeah. else disagrees, though. Yes. That's so like, it's a tie. If somebody else if, agrees with a person that's disagreeing, and that's what the debacles brought up originally, uh, there's two people for and two people against is what yeah. he's saying. Yeah, but I, well, then right? we can decide like, what we want to do in it, that case. If I call on you, you don't get a say, but the other two do. We so argue it between each other all the time. Sorry, I keep tapping your... You well, that's because there's only I'm three sorry, of us, and sometimes no, okay. I agree with you, <laughs> sometimes I agree with Chris, sometimes Chris agrees with you when you make a point, and sometimes Chris agrees with me. I'm the that's guest... That's why it's always two against one. I'm the guest judge, whatever I say goes. Hold Down. On. I'm fine with irritating. He's always gonna... <laughs> go with Ariel. <laughs> You're probably wrong. No. I was just gonna say go against me. <laughs> I hope he does. Yeah, we'll see about that. I'm ready. Insert word here. Bitch. Frog it. <laughs> not what I was you meant. What did you get today? I got the pickle rick again. I got the James Dean. That's my favorite right now. The James Dean and the bacon, egg, and go to sandwich is like watch, my go to. I didn't get a sandwich because I only had 10 bucks. I would have given you more. I had I forgot. I forgot. Have you seen it before? Yes, I sure have. Sorry, I was a little toasty. Also, been watching it. Oh, fine. Did you have a good time? Good. I had a good time except for the end. Oh, yeah, except for the end of it. Shitheads. Yeah. But, yeah. Actually, apparently, two guys almost hit us with our balls because we switched spots with the people, like our. The people from our other team uh, switched us spots because uh, they were hitting a lot better than we were, and the people in front of us were taking a while anyways. So we decided to switch spots with them, and apparently the people behind them, originally behind us now, almost hit us twice with their golf balls. And it was after Keegan had switched. He didn't switch his club. He picked up a club that he found at the starter of the next hole that we were at so apparently one of these guys had driven all the way across us to the next hole and set a club there and (coughs) keegan was taking it back to the clubhouse to make sure that it got picked up but after that that's when they almost hit it twice they were being assholes the whole time so so they were purposely doing yeah but i mean it was fun for the rest of the time besides that were you guys okay so were you guys like on a team playing against other teams or was there just a lot of people there playing golf i think had to wait behind Technically, the way we were playing, uh, golf is usually an individual sport, and we were playing with the four of us, and you can only take a par four, like not a par four necessarily, but a par on any given hole because that's we were doing a big charity thing, so there's a lot of people golfing. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, we would reach that par, and then you move on to the hole, regardless of if you've made it in the hole or not. Okay. But uh, the people in front of us were taking a while, and the people behind us, our own team, because um, we had eight guys total, four mm-hmm. guys on each team. Right. So our own team was catching us behind us, so we let them go in front, and then that's when the whole driver uh, mishap happened. Hmm. Yeah. People are so petty. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Even grown-ass men. Especially grown-ass men. They have mm-hmm. testosterone that eggs them on to be like, ooh. Just literally stay still. Especially when they're better at something, obviously. Oh, no, that worked. Rude. Mm. I can kind of call the bitch jar. Is that what it's called? You did. You, do said that was rude. <laughs> you said that was rude. Is it rude enough for the bitch jar? Yeah, he did it to me first. <laughs> and at least never so, mind. Okay. Anyways, the way that works, you'll know if someone has a jar moment because we'll say that's a jar moment, or you'll look at someone and say jar, jar. moment. That's how you determine. That's what we call it because that's easier than it's like saying. Crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah kind of. Got. It. That's a jar. Bitch that, that's a jar. I'm <laughs> <laughs> on season seven. It's pretty good. They're in LA. Uh, a little bit of a yeah. sidebar. Uh, we've been watching Archer recently, me and Logan yeah. and my boyfriend have. Super good show. If you haven't mm-hmm. seen it, watch it. Ridiculous. It's so funny. It's so <laughs> unhinged. If you have kids, don't it. watch it around your kids. Yeah. It is not appropriate. But know. oh They're my god, it's so funny. Humor off of it. <laughs> but age appropriate kids. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, yeah. you guys want to jump into the episode? Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm leading the episode today, just for all of you who are curious. Mm-hmm. Oops, we just spilled the tea. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, ladies, gays, theys, grays, and everyone who isn't them. Thank you for clicking on this episode of the podcast. Uh, today's episode is going to be led by Darielle, and just like last time, it's a little bit of a surprise. None of us know what her topic is about, so um, if you want yes. to... Yes, um, I will jump into the topic, but before we do that, we're going to do our mental health checks like we always do. Um, we also have a special guest today. My boyfriend Brian's on the podcast. Yeah. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll be joining us. I don't I don't think you remember what the topic is, do you? I think I do. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter, That's but it. it's fine. But before we do that, we'll do our mental health check. So who wants to go first? Yeah. You want to go first, babe? Guest. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, mental health. Went to the therapist, I think, around 420. I think it was on 420. Mm-hmm. And uh, broke through some walls about giving and receiving in your personal life. Hmm. And, you know, it was an uncomfortable truth to hold that, you know, you're a giver and not a receiver. Mm -hmm. But you need to learn how to do both because that's what a part of a healthy relationship is. So that's what I'm working on right now. Very nice. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you for opening up. I appreciate it. Who wants to go next? I think you should. I think you should too. <laughs> Logan should. <laughs> um, I'd say since when was the last time that we recorded an episode? Was it on four twenty? No. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was the T T T E. Okay. 
Um, that was what a week ago. About. Yeah, about. Oh, That's what I was Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I. I guess things have been pretty good. Um, I don't... I'm trying to remember what I talked about last time. Um, I remember there was an episode where I was talking about Michael and how I was like, I think I, I'm finally over him. And like, and then I was, and then I wasn't, and then I was, and then I wasn't. But like, I really like, genuinely think I am now. Like, I kind of feel bad, but like lately I've kind of just been thinking about blocking him on everything just so that I can stop like thinking about him because it is something that just like does take up a lot of time especially when I'm sitting at home by myself I'm just like well and if it's something that'll help you if it's something that'll help you move on and like Mm -hmm. help you mentally I think there's nothing wrong with that it doesn't have to be a spiteful block it can just be for you but it feels for the better I think that's why I feel bad because every time I want to block him I'm like this bitch disgusting literally and so yeah so I don't know I think that's why I haven't done it yet because all in all it would still be nice to have him as a friend but then like I have my days where I'm like I really just feel like he doesn't want to be a friend and it like that's what takes up just too much of my time Mm -hmm. and so yeah but otherwise um I mean things have been pretty good uh so on Tuesday, my sister asked me if <laughs> she could come move down here, and I was like, yeah, we can figure something out. She wants to be a CNA like Bianca, um, who, if you didn't know, is my roommate, um, and she she asked me that, and I don't know if it was the next day. I think it literally was the next day. She was texting my grandpa because my grandpa said she was talking to him about moving down here and he had told her that um, if that's something that she really wanted to do that he would get her the plane ticket that she needed to come down. And so she was texting him asking about coming out this weekend or next weekend um, and literally the next text that he sent her was a confirmation to come out here tomorrow night, today's Saturday, tomorrow's Sunday at 8 p.m. Yeah, so my sister's gonna be moving out here really soon. Um, <laughs> That's a big like, Yeah, and like, I'm really excited, but it's also like, I don't feel like I've had enough time to process, and I'm not really good with change, and like, so this is really gonna be interesting. Um, but I'm very excited to have her here because one of the things that I've always hated is not being able to be around her. Um, and even though she pisses me off, and even though. <laughs> we get into fights a lot. Uh, I'm really excited to have her here, and I've missed her a lot. Um, so yeah, um, stay tuned to see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, all in all, my mental health has been pretty good. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh yeah. And we're doing pretty good. Pretty good. Snaps in the chat. Oh, claps in the club. We forgot to do for Brian. Oh my God! Yeah. Snaps in the chat. Claps in the club. We forgot to ask you. Yeah, we do an overall. Fair. I don't know what's happening. So no, you're it's no, okay. I'm sorry. To. I didn't really clue we, you in. Sometimes that's my forget. fault. Yeah. Yeah. Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. This week, uh, for work was the roughest week I've had at a job. I think. Like it wasn't just one day. Like period. It was. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I've definitely never had a more mentally taxing job. Mm-hmm. This shit, oh my god. Just 
like I, I go home and usually I'm pretty good at separating work from home, you know? Mm-hmm. I get home and like I was trying to go to bed and literally one of one of the kids on my caseload pops in my head and I'm thinking about like the conversation I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to have with him tomorrow and just stressing about it while I'm trying to go to bed. Like I just I can't I really I can see the tension like, building in your shoulders yeah, as you're talking about it. I do really like my job still, and I'm going mm-hmm. to stick with it, but I just need to find a better way to completely take my mind off of it, mm-hmm. you know, and just like really, yeah, really enforce that separation, because when I get home, I do not want to be thinking about it. That's fair. Um, outside of work, uh, really good, really good. Um... So I guess you could say my boyfriend now has <laughs> 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 so I guess you could say he's my boyfriend. Um, he has a concert tonight with like the symphony orchestra of the oh town. Oh my god. So yeah, oh, wow. They're really That's cool. Good, actually. I've mm-hmm. seen them a couple of times. They are super good. Oh. So I'm super excited to go see him tonight. Oh. That's very exciting. Oh, yeah. yeah. So overall? Pretty good. Yeah. Claps in the chat. Claps in the club. All right. Home, bring up the rear. Um, I mean, it's been like really 50-50 these last few weeks. I had a funeral that I had to go to um, this last week on Wednesday. Like two or three days ago, whatever. You know what I mean. (laughs) Um, But that was kind of rough. But it ended up being really... Logan was using the word cathartic a lot, so that's what I've been Sorry. thinking about. No, you're fine. It's not a bad thing. But it overall, it was really cathartic because I got to see, like, all of the family that I really miss, and I got to reconnect with everybody. Um, and one of my – thinking about it just makes me so excited. One of my really, really good childhood friends that I haven't talked to in probably, like, 10 years – um came to the funeral and like we reconnected and i got her phone number and we've been texting and i'm gonna go out and see her so that was really really exciting it was just nice to be able to spend time with her and my daycare mom mary i love her she's my one of my favorite people but her husband is the one who passed away and i i refer to him all the time as my daycare dad like i grew up with him him and my grandpa were the two like father figures i had in my life so It was really rough. It was definitely really rough. But overall, I think I'm doing pretty okay now. It, you know, grief is a weird thing. It comes and goes at the most random times. So I'm not done dealing with it completely, but I'm I'm doing good. Yeah. But I'd say overall, pretty good. It's been a really yeah, it's been a really positive week. I had a good week at work. Babysitting was a little rough, <laughs> but it was good. <laughs> Daniel was just. Very, um, oh, I don't know if I should say his name. I think if you don't say his last name, it should be okay. Well, anyways, the two-year-old that I babysit for was just real fussy yesterday, as as two-year-olds will be. He was just real having a real emotional day. So it was just a little rough, (laughs) because he didn't know what he wanted. (laughs) But we got through it. He was fine. It ended up being a good day. So, yeah, overall, pretty good. <laughs> Give me some snaps. Snaps in the chat. Claps in the club. All right. After all those mental health checks, I'm glad everybody is doing good. Yeah, you're welcome for the last. I'm. 
gonna <laughs> jump into my topics now. So, I just randomly, like, stumbled across this topic one day. I don't even really remember how. I watch Ooh. a lot of, um, like, food shows on YouTube, and I just watch a lot of YouTube in general. Mm-hmm. So, I was watching a YouTube video one day, and it popped up on my boyfriend's feed. Oops, we just spilled the tea. We'll be right back. Alright, y'all, if you couldn't tell, there's a fucking motorcycle. Drove around the neighborhood like five times. Um, but anyways. Just had to do a couple of circles, get it out of his system, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yep. But as I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted, I watch a lot of food videos. Me and my boyfriend do all the fucking time. That's like one of our favorite things to watch. One of my favorite YouTube channels. I am obsessed with him, and I don't know why. It's Mythical Kitchen, Josh. I'm absolutely just infatuated with this man. I love watching his YouTube videos. But that's kind of where it started. And then we watched a YouTube video on ghost kitchens, which really piqued my interest because there's a lot of them on, like, um, DoorDash and Uber Eats and stuff. So it got me thinking, so I started Googling it. Um, First, I'll start off with what a definition of a ghost kitchen is. It's a business, this is the Google definition, by the way. Um, It's a business operating from low rent or non-commercial areas. They prepare food for online delivery or to go directly to customers. They're also known as like virtual restaurant brands, which I'll get a little more into like later. Yeah, kind of like stuff like that. Um, But I have a question for the group, just because I'm curious on your guys' thoughts. So after hearing what a ghost kitchen is, um, okay, I'll start with this. I'll tell you a little bit about the YouTube video we watched first. So this guy is on, um, I'm pretty sure he was on Uber Eats for this video. And he saw, like, a bunch of different, like, burger restaurants, right? Like, they all have different names. They all, like, look like they're in different areas. And he did a little bit of research, and he found out that there was 16... This is all alleged, because I'm not trying to get in trouble. (laughs) Allegedly, 16 um, restaurants had, like, the same exact sandwich. He was just looking for, like, a fish sandwich. And the same exact beer-battered cod with slaw and da-da-da-da-da-da-da was the exact same, but it was the face of a bunch of different restaurants. So he did more research and found he was looking at, like, the locations of the restaurants and, like, where they were operating out of. There was, take a wild guess. I'm just curious, how many you think? How many restaurants do you think were running out of this location? I saw the number on your hand. I'm going to guess four. Okay. I'm going to say six. 30. Oh. Brian was actually the closest. There was 44. I was cheating. I knew the answer. Different restaurants running out of this one location. That's crazy. One single, allegedly. All of this is alleged. (laughs) There was, allegedly. That's fucking crazy. Isn't it? I heard that and I was like, how? And that's where the, um, what did I call them? The virtual restaurant brands come in. That's how 44 different restaurants were running out of one location. 
because the, the guy he I don't even really know. It, he not went explicit location wise. There was sixteen or like the forty different locations running out of essentially the same building. Yeah, it was all different like restaurants that were running out of one building. Oh, so like somebody made a kitchen. And yeah, but like it and it's not even like they're not even man run kitchens. There was another YouTuber who went in to like investigate like what the inside of one of these looked like, or he was like a delivery driver or something. Uh -huh. There was not a single person in the building. It was all machine run, and the food came out of these little like lockers when it was ready. Well, that, that was in California, so they're a lot. They have a lot of weird shit that going on That sounds very Soylent Green. Like It's so weird. Crazy. When I saw the video, Ooh. it made me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> but now, now that I've told you all of this, here's the question that I have posed for you. Do you think that ghost kitchens are actually used in like a productive way? Or do you think that companies just use them as like money grabs? Scam. That's exactly yeah. yeah that's all. Because that was what I was curious about. Like, are these act like do these actually have mm -hmm. a purpose? Are they actually doing something? Can I play devil's advocate? Absolutely. Sure. So I think that there have a place in like a food market ecosystem just because if a ma and pa shop like essentially hit by the pandemic and anything around the pandemic needs extra money to get to where they need financially, they can open up one of these cells, right? And they can decide to sell, you know, Mr. Beast Burger or a hundred other different things. It's a ghost restaurant. It is technically a ghost restaurant, but they're benefiting from it. They are, in mm -hmm. all reality. I think that the bigger organizations, like if you focus on just being a ghost kitchen for multiple different places... I feel like that's capitalizing on the idea of what the ghost kitchen is, and it's not necessarily set out to help the mom and pa shops, mm -hmm. but I feel like it can still help the mom and pa shops if they use it. Okay. And I totally agree with that, but it still stands that it's a money grab. Yeah, that they're still like doing a... it for more money. And it, I was yeah. going to say, it also seems but... like a little pyramid scheme just without the, like, instead of, like, buying a bunch of product like you're your own llc and you have a name yeah because i mean with you you take part right in like whatever the big ghost kitchen is like you're not mr beast no. at the end of the day you're still making somewhat money off of the mr beast burgers but you're not at yeah. the top of that mm -hmm. well and the thing about that is like they have kind of done stuff like that here but instead they just make these restaurants out of like i don't know if it's okay to like say the names but like chilies and red robin oh um, yeah mr yeah, beast yeah. burger comes from red robin here um, so does it's just wings from, yeah it's just yeah. wings yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, there's another thing that comes out of the back of Chili's, um, mm -hmm. out of the restaurant from, or out of the kitchen from there. And like, it all just seems like... When I found that out, I was like, that's Yeah, wild. and I don't, I don't that, ever buy I always from thought it was them. like food trucks. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever buy from them because it's just like, it's corporations putting another name on the same shit that they sell and calling it something different mm -hmm. and just making more money. That's fair. Yep, you're absolutely right. Yucky. So, I 
was personally really 50-50 in the beginning when I was researching this because I thought how you guys thought. I was like, it's just a money grab. Like, all these big companies are just using it as, like, different ways to advertise the same product Mm -hmm. in a quote-unquote different way. Yeah. And uh, the more I got into it, so let's put it this way. Pre-COVID-19 looks very different than post-COVID-19, right? So, COVID made a lot of changes. A lot of restaurants became more, like, delivery-friendly. A plethora of delivery apps opened up, like DoorDash, Uber Eats. Um, What are some of the other ones? Like, Grubhub and the Food Dudes, all of those. So, it was... Okay, here's a fun fact. Delivery has actually been around for a super long time. I'm sure that's not very surprising. But the story of why delivery is a thing is kind of funny. So it started in 1889. There was a king whose name was King Umberto and his queen. They wanted pizza delivered to their palace in Campania, Italy. And that's how delivery started. This pizza place in Italy just delivered a pizza to the palace and voila, it was born. So I thought that was a fun little fun thing. You probably got a big tip and was like, I bet a lot of people would be into this. I bet a lot of people would be into this. Yeah, definitely. But going back to the small business thing, when I researched it, it is very beneficial for small businesses. Not necessarily because they're like helping the bigger people like Mr. Beast Burger or whatever have you run it. But they are more, like, price-friendly for a lot of these small businesses to just run out of something that not you can't necessarily have people come sit down, but it's, like, a delivery-only kind of thing. So, like, you still have the mass production kitchen, you have all the equipment you need, you just don't have the regular restaurant experience. Yeah, that's, that's only in some cases, though. I, mm-hmm. I didn't really do any research in, like, my own town to see, like, what it looks like, but it's like Logan was saying, a lot of them are run out of, like, chilies or Red Robin or, Chains. you know, all those yeah. other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are really good in some cases, especially for, like, when COVID hit, the big boom in delivery that's when a lot of businesses really took well i can't speak because i'm not a business owner but i'm sure that's when uh i'm sure that's when a lot of businesses kind of took it and ran with it as far as the ghost kitchen thing because like average everyday people don't understand the lingo of restaurants i know i fucking didn't i had no idea what a ghost kitchen was before this i thought it was similar to like a ghost writer where like someone is just like you know, writing through it's your eyes, but writing it for I was you. I say, that sounds it's kind, kind of on par. So yeah, that, yeah. So that's kind of what I was assuming it was. But the more you dig into it, the more you're like, whoa. This is like, like, yes, obviously it's a money grab thing for a lot of companies. That's probably what it is for a majority of them. But small businesses really thrived off of that. And now even TikTok is jumping in on the trend and they're adding 300 delivery-based ghost kitchens to, like, whatever. They're partnering with the virtual dining concepts people, which is, like, a brand that um, ghost kitchens start up with. Fun fact, I don't... I don't know if this is 100% accurate. It's something we heard on a YouTube video. A lot of ghost kitchens are actually run by, like, tech startup companies, like, with their money. The tech startups are the ones who fund these companies... To be virtual dining kitchens. Probably like building the machines. And yeah. 
programming everything. To crazy to me. That's, that's kind of crazy. Ooh. Here. Ooh. Ooh. I feel like we're moving <laughs> slowly into the world of Wally. Really we have totally I mean, we been have going been. that way yeah. for some Starting time. with it's the like fucking crazy. hoverboard skateboards. Yeah. They're a lot of fun, though. Stop. No, like I'm not, not saying even... they're not fun. I'm just saying we're just one step closer. Oh. We're just standing instead of sitting right now. Because now people, after that, people didn't have to walk. I no. mean, like, we have cars and stuff, but those are, like, like college kids. You no longer like have to walk across campers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a rover on Mars, I believe, and it just recently lost its companion that it was a rock. And it was a rock. And uh, it lost its companion. It <laughs> lost the rock. Still That's got really it. sad. <laughs> Did the robot like lose be- its rock? It like befriended the rock. Like I took kept it with the it. rock for a long time. Yeah, for no reason. It just. Well, I mean, we're giving it directions to some capacity, so it's technically like all of NASA lost their rock. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a person. <laughs> it looks and has the name of a dog. So and, and it looks like one a tiny, teeny, teeny, tiny bit. A dog. The oh. Rover? Yeah. Now we're talking about NASA. <laughs> yeah, sorry, we're stupid shit. I was just NASA. thinking about it. So since we're talking about all the delivery apps and stuff, that's kind of all I have on Ghost Kitchens. I just thought that was a super interesting thing to like research. It what do you guys crazy. think about it, like morally? Because like it there's a morality like to food, right? Mm-hmm. You want good food, just like as one human being to another. Sometimes mm-hmm. we get food just because we know it's technically like food, yeah, and it can fill the tank, whatever. Yeah. But like sometimes you want food, as in it's like different. there's something like I don't know. I'm Italian, and I associate it very closely with a really good Italian food. Like my grandma makes some very um, heavy spaghetti snob, mm-hmm. and like. I associate, like, food, yeah, like, good food with my grandma's spaghetti. And when it hits that mark, it's, like, food. And I can't think of many times that I've had one of these ghost restaurants that is, like, food. Well, it's just say... food. It's just fuel. And, I mean, like, how far is it okay to indulge into that, like, aspect in society where we're just like fueling ourselves Especially we're not eating anymore, like, what if you, know? you don't like know all of that information about how it all comes from the same place let's say there's like seven or eight different italian restaurants that went out of the run out of these ghost kitchens and well, you're yeah. just spending all this money trying to find something that tastes different something that tastes good now you've tried all these restaurants and spent 200 250 dollars oops we spilled the tea thank you mm-hmm. oh Um, jar. Why? Why do I get jar? Oh, that goes in the jar? Yes. I don't know. I think that'd be kind of cute. It's a memento. I'll put my my tab in there. I think that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. Um, because we don't have video right now. I started recording, by the way. Um, we're gonna put, like, bottle caps and tabs in our jars, too. So... A little, a little something. Um, but anyways, uh, what I was saying, we, um, like you spend so much money trying to get money or get different food from different places and it all just comes from the same restaurant. Like imagine if that allegedly is true, 44 restaurants all serving the exact same food, but labeling it differently. 
Makes me unhappy. Like, yeah, that, that makes me unhappy. The fish sandwich too. video? He had yeah, 16 like he of the saying. same sandwich that he picked up from one location. Mm-hmm. I think Gross. that I would like a more direct approach to food. Like, uh, McDonald's, I know I'm getting McDonald's, yeah, right. and it's like fuel mm-hmm. versus the alternative to food. Like, you can DoorDash a restaurant, any restaurant, right? So, I think that them filling up the nonsense. Like space just with filler, different restaurants. Like, you don't need forty six different restaurants from one building or forty four or whatever it and was. It doesn't, yeah, especially because, if it's serving like, all the same thing. It doesn't. Yeah, make sense. you just have one location name, yeah. and that's your location. And I mean, like, if you're, it's I've the like, marketing, and I think that's what it is mostly. Mm-hmm. Is that's why the Mister Beast Burger is like one of these big seller items mm-hmm. yeah. because somebody can grab onto that piece of it and fly on and somebody knows that name already because it's like essentially one of those household names yeah. and they can run with it and I guess I guess that would be the most beneficial part to like low caliber restaurants like mom and pa shops is they can grab onto a big dollar name mm-hmm. but I I think it just creates way too much filler yeah. I feel like I don't know and it's I guess this is harder and like easier said than done and like harder for people to do but like I feel like you should have to like if you're gonna do something like that like okay say you're under like the same company or like the same the same kitchen but like you should have to buy the equipment to say like if you want to have like a Chinese restaurant and you want to do like Chinese takeout um, and there's a kitchen there, but it's like, I don't know, it's mainly made for, um, like a steakhouse type of stuff or like barbecue. You should have to like add a whole other section or like, I don't know. I don't know. You should be have to do so something you're saying... to like change the food a little bit, like to be able to be prepared differently, not necessarily by chefs, but like have the equipment that will do that so that that way it's at least like, authentic. Yeah. Authentic. Uh, closer to authentic quotes, yeah exactly yeah. and like you shouldn't be able to just take the food that the chicken patty that they make cut it up and put it on top of some rice with some sauce and call it katsu chicken like that's not cool that's really not like that i, I agree like when that. i found out about the wings thing i really was upset because i thought we had like a cool new wing place in town but turns mm-hmm. out it was just run out of yeah. a basic ass restaurant mm-hmm. yeah do you? Ever, I, I don't know if I was on the phone with you or Jane. I feel like I was on the phone with somebody when I figured that out. I was looking at it and I was like, "This is weird." And it's like I've never seen it in town. And I like looked into it. And if you like, I don't know if it's actually that hard to find. I was probably a little drunk, um, but it just like weirded me out. And like it. Um... See. Um, anyways, I forgot what I was saying, but, um, it just weirded me out that, like, um, the delivery service kind of, like, it seemed like when I was looking for it, it seemed like they hid, um, the fact that these restaurants were, like, coming out of the back of, like, Chili's and, um, Red Robin, uh, and shit like that. Never. <laughs> yeah. 
It's a weird concept. Yeah. I don't really like it. It feels mm-hmm. scummy all the way around. Even, like, small it's businesses, it helps if they, like, rapidly expand or if they, like, need to downsize and, like, still be able to run their business. Mm-hmm. But other than that, having to sift through the fucking 450 different restaurants that are the same thing is irritating. Because you're like, ooh, what sounds good? And then it's all the same thing. But it's all like, quote unquote, different burger places, different wing places, different Hawaiian places. Like, just be honest. Is it so hard? And like, in a day and age where there's so much social media, all you need to do is get your original business out there more. Be like, oh, these wings, fantastic. Come Mm -hmm. try them. Put out some discounts, some deals. Like, don't, lie to people and make them think that they're getting a different experience from a different restaurant yeah. when it's just your food you packaged know, up a little bit differently. You know, it makes right. me really sad. Yeah. I don't know if this is the truth, but that Akahi Grill place, um, I'm pretty sure they're like they're a restaurant, Akahi Grill, but I think the reason that they serve all their food in those styrofoam plates What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Either. That's baby. Back. I know. I saw him tap, and I saw you do that, and I was going to, but Chris already had a bitch ass thumb. I appointed myself thumb king. <laughs> I started to stop. I looked at Chris. Okay, my bad. Stop. A, bu- a baked bean. <laughs> a baked bean. That's fucking. Oh, you're. That's funny. Well, um, <laughs> of no. course, yeah, because oh, they oh, fucking oh. interrupted you. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Akahi Grill Place, uh, sorry if I'm saying their name and like defaming them. Their food's good. They're super good. But I'm pretty sure that like that's the reason that they serve their food out of the styrofoam and like only styrofoam because everything that comes out of that restaurant is a to-go order. Mm-hmm. And, like, they also don't have the restaurant. I never thought about them being, like, a ghost kitchen And, like, ex- think about their food. Well, because, like, you can't sit down there and eat, either. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have any chairs in their restaurant that they serve mm-hmm. out of. And it's good food, don't get me wrong. But it is, like, really basic. And they say that they're Hawaiian. It's but so I don't expensive. Think, yeah. It's so yeah, that's the other thing. They're so expensive. But I don't chicken think and it's, rice. like, authentically, like, Hawaiian food. I could agree with that. And I could be 100% like wrong saying that. I've never been Well, to anything like mass produced to some variety or another, mm-hmm. you're going to question it. And that's yeah. I think that's valid. You're not just going to sit there and believe everything that somebody throws oh, at you. That's why we have as many ghost kitchens as we have on fucking DoorDash right now. Cuz they're like, "Oh, they're not going to know the difference. It's a different restaurant." It's good to question stuff like that because, like, you understand what you're paying for, but, like, at the same time, it's not bad to be like, I wonder what's going on there. Like, why can't I sit down? Like, why doesn't it? Yeah. And, like... It's weird. Yeah. And, like, it's a super small building, which is crazy. You would think, like, there's a whole kitchen behind the counter that they have, and it doesn't seem like there would be. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. It's... It's weird. I don't... We're not trying to shit on any of these places, for the record. Yeah. We just think it's interesting and a little bit weird at the same time for this stuff to happen. Because, like, it is, it's something to here. think about. Like, just keep that in mind the next time you're, like, trying to find something new on DoorDash. Yeah. Just, like, take a look at where maybe it's delivered from and see how far it is from you. Because it's super easy 
to Google mm-hmm. these places and where they run out of because yeah. they obviously have a pickup option yeah. 90% of the time. Especially if it's something you haven't seen. Like, that's how I found out. Yeah, that's how I found out about the wing place because mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to pay for the delivery one night. So I went to go get it and that's how I found out what restaurant it was run out of. And I was like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess yeah, that would be the... A- I guess that'd be the way to decide on whether you want to give your money to an establishment or not. To That's see fair. To actually established. That's very yeah. fair. I mean, because if you do get something from a ghost restaurant, there is a physical restaurant that you're still technically getting it from. Yeah. Like, not all the time. Not No, you're right. Sometimes it is 100% ghost kitchen, ghost kitchen, you mm-hmm. know, the 46. But like the ones that run out of actual restaurants are like, yeah, I feel yeah, a little you bit You would go there, you'd be like, ah, oh, this place is actually, you know. You can tell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and that's why I hope that's what the Hawaiian Grill is like. Yeah, because it is different. It's different than anything that I've ever like. Yeah, seen I've and I've only been there like two or three times because they mm-hmm. get a little expensive. But it's worth yeah, it every like, once in a while. It's really yeah, good. It's like going to Five Guys. It's like it's yeah. worth it because the food's good. But they got you a little bit. Dollars. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And when I was a DoorDash driver up in the Springs. It's crazy. Mm. Did you get a lot of oh yeah ghost kitchen? I forgot that you were a DoorDasher. It would never be. It would never say Red Robin or Chili's. It would always say like it's just wings. Yeah, the but you place picked it up from. But yeah, a, yeah, you picked it up from a chain almost every single time. I didn't notice. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. In the like two years that I did it, I didn't. I never went to a building that wasn't already a chain. With okay. a ghost kitchen. Well, and that kind of makes sense out. because Colorado Springs is like uh, it. Uh, don't it's busy, but... don't like misinterpret this when I say it. It's like a smaller town, even though it's like bigger in comparison to like where we are. Mm-hmm. Places like California, Florida, mm-hmm. like bigger areas mm-hmm. will like have LA, more New of York the City. like no people I'm ghost kitchens yeah. because they're constantly yeah. having to pump shit out. But, yeah, I don't know. I think it'd be crazy crazy to see some shit like that in a smaller town like here or the Springs. I think that would be just wild. Like what it is now, imagine what it's, if it continues to be like that, imagine what it's going to be. Like it probably will because most, most big mainstream businesses are going to profit more from it. Especially if companies like, yeah, especially if companies like TikTok get in on it, it's never going to fucking stop because Mm -hmm. all of these massive corporations TikTok isn't even in the food industry, dude. Mm-hmm. They're just forking over the money so that they can make more money in the longevity of it. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know what's crazy is like all of it. I feel like I probably say this a lot, but all of it kind of ties into the corporations owning corporations that own corporations that ultimately it's two corporations that, that own everything. Literally, and like that's that's not a lie. That's not alleged. That's a fact. That is um, a fact. And, yeah. I think it just ties into that. Like, it's those companies just figuring out more ways to make themselves exactly. more And that's why it's so hard. I understand. labor. I understand why people are like, oh, shop local. Do this local. Be that local. I understand the local, like, fight. And I get that. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, local stuff is just a lot more expensive than stuff that you can buy from Amazon, who Jeff Bezos runs, or going to Walmart, who run their own fucking monopoly, allegedly. Sam I don't Wall. know. Oops. But, like... Sam Walt. 
Because they own, like, Sam's Club and Walmart. and Yeah, so, like, it's shit like that. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. I hate it. It makes me... But, like, that's really what it comes down to is, like, all of these big, huge, massive companies have more of a reach because they're more price-friendly in some capacity or another because they sell the cheap shit that we need. Well, they're price-friendly because they do that, and they also... It's, like, the cheapest labor. Like, well, that too, yeah. They can afford yeah. to pay people so But that's money, why it but... sucks, because you can't... There's nothing... There's no way for you to get around it. Like, if you're mm-hmm. average, like us, yeah. for example, we could probably try and buy more locally. We could try and be better about where we're spending our money. But in the, all the realities of it, what if we can't find what we need, and we need to order something that comes off of Amazon? Or we... Mm-hmm. Like, we rely so much on these big companies and we don't yeah. realize it because of the way the world is. That's not mm-hmm. even our fault. Yeah. That's how we're it's conditioned well, growing up. Well, and it's how, it's how things are, like, that's just how it was supposed to, like, that's how they set it up. That's how mm-hmm. it was supposed to go. Exactly. Like, and that's why it's so hard and it feels gross, but there's, it's like there's when no everything's going it. to shit in the world. Yeah. You're like, well, I'm here. Yeah, I'm paying be, my taxes. It would be like if a meteor were to crash into Earth and like you're watching it for like two weeks before it hits, mm-hmm. you're just like, okay, okay, cool, sweet, yeah. Love and it. like, there's, there's <laughs> there really is nothing you can do about it, unfortunately. But like, be a, I guess like be aware. Being aware yeah. of it is nice because at least and, you know. Like, I used to say ignorance is bliss, and I would rather live in ignorance, but that's mm-hmm. a lie. I. I would rather understand what I'm feeding into to some degree than just being like, oh. Uh, it kind of sucks because there is that point of like, there's no That's way how it is really for to escape. Everything it. though, yeah, yeah it's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way to get away from it. Mm-mm. But again, like, be aware so that you can know. Like, if we always like, preach that, have yeah. your own thoughts, do your own research. Yeah. That's what we always and say. And like individual, like individual change and like the idea of individuality is good and like you doing something on an individual level is like very very good and like if you there's something that you can do that you feel makes a change like you should do it um but remember that it's not like your job um it's the people who have the money it's their job to change things you have to do what you can do to survive Mm -hmm. Um, it's the people who have the money and the power. It's their job to make a difference. And it's... The only real way that we have a dog in the fight is by voting. And even sometimes that doesn't vote, really... Vote in your local elections. Yeah. Honestly, national elections, I don't know what the fuck's going on with those <laughs> anymore. I don't know if it's fake. I don't know if it's real. I don't know if the votes are rigged or if they're not. I And I honestly, I don't care because they're going to do what they're going to do. The local elections are but local important. Elections you're are absolutely important. right. And that's something That's that you where you're going to see on. the real difference. Yeah. You need to start your at home community. Base. Exactly. And that's a good, that's a more realistic, easier to grasp thing because you can get together with people in your community who have the same beliefs as you. Sorry, this Mm -hmm. turned really like... Political? Yeah, a little bit. But that's (laughs) just the realities of it. That's what everything is about right now. Well, it kind of comes into this, like, if there's, if, honestly, Loki, I know that like when you go to Denver and places like that, there are mom and pop shops Mm -hmm. that are on like DoorDash and Grubhub and stuff. But like, if they're on an app like that that's part of like a massive company and like you want to like support mom and pop just like go out go honestly there, yeah like the reason that we order food nine times out of ten is convenience it's not because we can't go out and get it because if we're ordering food 
obviously you have yeah. the money to order that's food. why i was saying think about yeah. pre-covid 19 mm-hmm. half of these places didn't have like yeah <coughs> there was a place that i worked at for a while costa vida they didn't have like the delivery things. They didn't have any of that shit until COVID happened, and then all of these restaurants had to get these delivery services put into their shit because otherwise they would lose all of the business that they otherwise yeah. would have gotten. Yeah. Because everyone was stuck at home. It makes sense why things are playing out the way they are, but in the same token, it is turning around now and yeah. becoming a monopoly situation with it in a yeah. different circumstance yeah, all well, over again. And like I'm. I was just thinking about it. Like, we're saying all these things, but, like, I'm the biggest. Like, I go to Taco Bell on a bad week five times a week. Like, oh. <laughs> we just spilled the tea. We'll be right back. Just spilled the tea. I'm ready. How does that affect me? He's He has to press the button. We're going to kick my ass, too? Yes. yes and Brian. Honestly, it makes sense. Honestly, you don't. Logan? Please try this record. The funny thing is, is that. Oh, okay, good. The funny thing is, I have Logan was just talking about how we can't say shit because we all buy from these massive corporations. He's a big bitch. Including myself. I know, I said we all. Yeah, we all. He is obsessed with Taco Bell in specific. I have a personal obsession with Coast to Vita. I'm sure they're owned by somebody. Right. I don't have one certain place, but... But bottom line, we all do it. We all, like, we're not telling you not to buy from restaurants. We're just letting you know to do your research because you never know. It's just kind of interesting what you find Mm -hmm. out sometimes. We have a friend that, like, everybody knows that Chick-fil-A is very, like, we're closed on Sundays because of we're Christian and, like, anti-LGBT, you know, whatever. Not so much anymore, but, yeah. Chick-fil-A. We'll see. Um, (laughs) chick-fil-a um but like i have a friend that doesn't they just like personally won't get things from chick-fil-a so like if you're that type of person like i'm sure you already are but like educate yourself and like do stuff that makes you i guess feel better um about living in the world that we live in and like do what you think is like right and like makes a difference as long as you're not hurting somebody i don't give a shit what it is Mm -hmm. if you like are going out and like you're farting on some flowers if you think it's making a difference you're not hurting anybody go fart on those flowers flowers (laughs) (laughs) chris too much methane isn't Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm not I'm fart. Okay, I'm not. But... I'm not farting in a glass and encasing the flower <laughs> in a <the> fucking glass. <laughs> like, so you are farting on flowers, then. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Am I hurting anybody? No. Not living flowers. <laughs> oh, I've seen your ass. Especially, yeah, those, those Taco Bell farts yeah. can't be good for anything. The Taco Bell farts mixed with a hairy ass, not good for anybody. Okay, so <laughs> I think that just about wraps up. Our ghost kitchen kitchen episode. Uh, Go ahead and tell us what you thought of it. Yeah, and you can do that by... But before we jump into our outro, we're going to jump into some song recommendations. So (laughs) we'll be right back. That's all right. All right. Who wants to go first for our song recommendations? Go ahead, guest. Trash defer. Oh. Oh You call me trash defer? Wait, hold on. I didn't drop anything in there yet. There it is. 
That so, was really. Uh, that was so <laughs> mean. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm personally not Trasifer. Um, my name is Brian, and I'm suggesting Joji, uh, run by Joji. Hell and, yeah! Uh, I don't know. It's just got a guitar solo in the middle of it. And it smacks mm-hmm. so hard. Joji's just a really good artist. We love Joji. He is, yeah. Filthy Frank, Joji, six of one, half dozen of another. We love him. Yeah, we Look do him love up. him. You won't regret it. Yeah. Absolutely not. For the meme or for the actual good music, it doesn't matter. Because he's a Facts. goddamn musician. Yeah, Magnus. and he needs to know that. Give him okay. all the love and support. Love me in your turn. Um, okay, so my song is Not That Girl, the Ash Nico remix by Girly and Ash Nico, by, and that's G-I-R-L-I. For We're girl. not going to spell it anymore because they got to go to the playlist. Oh, pretend I didn't spell it and go to the playlist <laughs> to find out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just a really good song. Um, I wish you would. Um, that's definitely put another talking. fucking quarter in the jar. You're being uh-uh. such a bitch right now. Are you kidding me? This is how I talk to him when we play games. There's two in a row. You're lucky I don't make you put fifty cents in there. I think for that tone. You Thank you for defending jar. me, Dario. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> are you gonna finish? Since everybody wants to attack me now, all of a sudden, <laughs> and I've been a bitch all day. Um. You said it, not me. Mm-hmm. That's my song, so you should go listen to it. <laughs> It's a good song. <laughs> right. put, put in the comments if you think Logan should put another quarter in the jar for the way he just talked to you guys. I was Let us talking. Know. To that was to guys. you guys. You guys decide. <gasps> that was not to y'all. Um, okay, so my song is called "I Can't Party" by Wolfman and Wolf. Um, it's a very different song. I really dig it. It's not like party. <laughs> party. <laughs> is it like? Is it like? Uh, a weird German song. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. There's like uh, these Swedish chicks asked me to go to the dance, and I had to explain just one more time. It was very. I don't know how to party. It was. <laughs> it's very toxic. It's so <laughs> weird. It's great. It's great. So weird, but I totally fucking dig it. I love oh, it. Yeah. Oh, the okay. cadence is off, but it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I'm here for that. Absolutely. All right, All right. boobs. My song is, I've been on a, like, I've been on, like, a 90s kick lately, and so I've been listening to a lot of really old songs. So, one of the songs that I've had a recent obsession with is Hit 'Em Up Style by um, Blue Cantrell. I don't know why I have been so infatuated with these songs, but I've added about 10 or 12 to the playlist. Or to my playlist, not to our playlist. But yeah, so go listen to that. It's a robop, and it's a little taste of the 90s. Even though I was born in 98, still a 90s baby. Don't come for me, okay? But yeah, I think that about does it for this episode. Uh, Go ahead and tell us what you thought of it. (laughs) And you can do that. I knew. (laughs) Clearly, I knew. You didn't know last time. (laughs) I didn't know last time. I just did it too early. And now, finally, I think that's a jar or a jar moment for you. Mm-hmm. You can do that. You have to put in. Oh my God, Logan English! If you do not fucking finish what you are saying, on God. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Mister Last Word. 
Oh my God. Where can they listen to us at, Logan? I don't know, Chris. Where can they listen to us? They can listen to us. That's uh, that's my job. Finish. Uh (laughs) That's what I think. They can listen to us at (laughs) the minorities. Er. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we've established Uh the name of the podcast. Minorities. I was trying to say Gmail. Uh, You can. Oh, yeah. You can email us (laughs) at the minorities. Hers. Where can, can they listen to this? At. <laughs> you can listen to us at Jar, all of you. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, anywhere you get those beautiful sounds that you put in your ears. And the part that he was trying to take from me is you can also contact us on our email at theminorities at gmail.com. You can also find us on TikTok and I believe Snapchat. I don't know if Logan's mm-hmm. made one or not. Have you? He hasn't, but Okay, I... but we will do it. Um, but yeah, get in contact with us. Let us know what you guys thought. Sure, let me know. But otherwise, we will talk to you guys in the next one. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bitches. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.